sponsored by Future Farm, the revolutionary meatless meat food company from Brazil. They're cooking up products which can match and exceed our juicy meaty favourites on taste, texture and sizzling flavour using only 100% natural ingredients. My favourite? There's too much choice. But if I had to choose, hands down it would be the future meatballs and future mints in my classic lasagna dish. And get this, they're standing up for some pretty big things too, like reclaiming the Amazon rainforest back by fostering the movement towards GMO-free and deforestation-free products in place of those that are unethical and illegal. Definitely not just another plant-based brand, hey? Very up my street. The full Future Farm range is available now at Sainsbury's. Hello and welcome to the Crazy Sexy Food Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Harley-Young. This podcast is all about the love of food and how it plays a part in our lives. I sit down with well-known personalities, industry insiders and people who, well, just love their food to find out all about their life, career and favourite tastes along the way. Hi everyone, this week I have something a bit fun and nostalgic for you. We're now at the end of season four and I thought it would be a great idea to showcase some of my favourite answers to the famous quick fire questions I ask all my guests. From Niall Rogers' love of Doritos to Millie McIntosh's insane dinner party guest list, sit back and have a little giggle at some of the best moments over the last year and a half. Let's kick things off with Millie McIntosh, who came on during the first ever season. Literally weeks before giving birth, we managed to meet in person just before we went into the first UK lockdown. My absolute favourite snack of all time is a packet of crisps. I am like the crisp connoisseur, (laughs) as I tell all my guests. Uh, What is your favourite flavour of crisps and why? Okay, I really love the Tours, like truffle crisps. <gasps> Am I saying it right? Yes. That, yes. Okay. Haven't had that answer. Oh, they are delicious. They're fabulous. And I think they're also made with like real proper olive yeah. oil. Yeah, they are. They're just, they're just, the yeah. texture's good. Yeah, because they're really thin. Yeah. Yeah. And when they're put out, they don't last very long at all. I mean, they just yeah. disappear. I don't share those. <laughs> and like a family bag, like big bag, that's for no, what? No, that, that, that's an individual bag yes. for me. <laughs> Amazing. I accept that answer. Who are your three most desired dinner party guests? Oh, that's a good question. My f- three favorite dinner party guests. Okay, I think I would have to say Joanna Lumley. Yes. Just, but I mean, she's fab either way, but would we have her in character? No, she's in character. Okay. She's coming in as Patsy. Patsy that, is coming. I love that. She's. <laughs> She's going to be up to no good. She'd have you in fits of laughter. She'd drink the house dry. Oh, drink the house dry. She probably wouldn't eat anything. She'd walk in with three cigarettes <laughs> in her mouth. Oh my God, I love it. Um, okay, so Patsy. Then I love cooking and I do love doing dinner parties, but I think I definitely want someone to come who was great in the kitchen. So if I'd messed something up, they could step in and yeah. and like, you know, save the day. Yeah. Um, and I have to say, I am a big Jamie Oliver fan. Love Jamie. I just love him. Being at my mum, like also a fan. Like I've just, you know, always. I grew up a lot on his cooking, to be honest. Yeah, me too. And like with his books. Yeah. I just love his approach to food, and I feel like he'd just be good fun as well. Like you'd have a good laugh. And then who else would I have? I'd probably have to have someone for Hugo. Yeah. 
He, his ultimate person, I think, would be Keith Richards. Oh my, oh my God. Okay, this is like a really serious <laughs> little group. Can so I come to this dinner oh, party, Danny, please? You yes, you're invited. Bring oh your my lovely God, Imagine dad. Keith Richards and, yeah. and, and um, Joanna Lumley in character as Patsy <gasps> together. Oh my God. Good it would God. be quite wild, wouldn't it? It would be it? wild. I think you'd have a sore head the next yeah. day. Yeah, well, um, maybe three days later. But, but yeah. also, David Attenborough, like, could he just move in? Yeah. Can he just come and live Well, with he could me? come in and possibly just sort of like, um, he could commentate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, yeah. Um, I just feel like I just, he's welcome anytime, anytime he wants to come around for dinner. Whenever. Um, we kind of covered it at the beginning, but is there any food that you can't stand? Probably like a really, like really spicy kind of like, my worst nightmare would be like being forced to eat like a vindaloo or something. Fine. Okay. You can't do the spice. I don't, like yeah, I can't, subtle, I, can't, can I subtle. like subtle spice. I love yeah. flavor. I like spices. Yeah. I, I can't stomach really spicy food. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what is the craziest food you've ever eaten? Craziest food I've ever eaten. I mean, is sea urchin quite weird? Oh, yeah. I've never, I've never had one. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm really nervous about yeah, trying it's them. It's actually delicious. Really? Yeah. What does it taste like? Kind of like the sea. Very fresh. Okay. But salty, like savory. But the consistency is. It look, a I mean, bit like a mushroom so right okay but i don't think that would go down but like uh, so like an oyster no not not like an, i don't like oysters okay oh interesting okay and finally live to eat or eat to live oh live to eat yeah for sure i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> good question that's why you're allowed back <laughs> And now my good friend Stephen Webster, who joined me in season two. Here's a fun fact. When we were in session, I realised half an hour through that I hadn't pressed record on my mic and we had to start the entire episode again. Thank God Stephen's a good sport because it took us all afternoon to record the bloody thing. So I don't need to tell you that my favourite snack of all time is a packet of crisps. And I probably know the answer to this as well. What is your favourite flavour of crisps and why? Well, you, you know damn well. It's a Monster Munch pickled onion flavour. It's the, it is uh, the most unsocial snack. It's, it's, the, it's the snack of the moment because it was built for social distancing. You, know, you should there always, we go. You should always be six feet from a person who's eating a packet of Monster Munch. <laughs> um, what, ha- what happened at Christmas? All of your staff bought you a bin liner full of pickled onion Monster Munch. You sent me a uh, photo of it. Yeah, no, it was my birthday. I your think birthday. They, they kind of put it down that, you know, for the man who's got it all, it was a packet of Monster Munch for every week of the year. So it's like oh, 52 brilliant. packets. I got through them, but I'm slightly... Yeah, but you know what, though? I think someone was helping themselves because <gasps> I I know the bag was getting emptier, but I'm like, I don't think I'm eating as many as I should. This bag's... That is... Yeah, someone's sneaking into my office and just helping themselves because <laughs> I think secretly everybody loves Monster Munch. Well, you know, no, I've had a few guests who are really quite disappointed that that's my favourite flavour, but at least we can, at least I found someone who is on the same level as me. How did we... We got onto this. No, I know. What a bizarre thing to know about each other. The way we got onto this is we were bonding over the best coffee in London, right? That's right. And I think you made a comment that, that 
Yeah, exactly. And then we were talking about how we also quite like sort of it sort of followed or it, or it was behind a packet of crisps as your snack. And I was like, right. I can't believe that you, Stephen, love pickled onion monster munch because I yeah, love pickled onion monster munch, and I don't know anybody oh, else no. out there who does. What's been your most memorable meal? As a spectacle, I'm going to say that I um, we were we were at Mark Hicks's um, restaurant in um, Lyme Regis called the Fish House. And when he won uh, the Great British Chef or whatever that TV show is some years before, he'd won it with a stargazy pie. And a stargazy pie is a traditional Cornish dish and it's got sardines uh, and they're all sticking out of the crust of a pie. So it's called stargazy pie. And and it's quite funky and and it's it's a fish pie, basically. We're down there and I'd said... He said something about a birthday cake and I said, oh, it was my birthday. So I said, no, what about instead of a birthday cake, why don't we have a stargazy pie? So he says, okay. So the next night come in and um, um, in comes the, all the staff with this stargazy pie, but it is no longer got sardines. It's got a lobster sticking out the top of the crust with its claws oh, up here and it's holding two Roman candles and they're sparkling and it's this pie. And the whole restaurant, of course, is just like, what? That is amazing. That sounds unbelievable. A rabbit and lobster pie. And um, it was Whoa. extraordinary. And it was, but the spectacle of it was was amazing, but it tasted delicious and, and not an thing to kind of put together. Finally, live to eat or eat to live? I, I'm, I'm going to have to go into eat to live because as much as I've infused about food and I so love that my family are possibly the other way around. <laughs> I think when, when I am literally left to my own devices, I go right back to, uh, to eat to live. You know, it's kind of, it's just what I am. I'm, I'm not one of those people that pursues a taste. If, it, if it's put in front of me or, or I'm going to go for it, but uh, yeah, so that way around. Unless it's Monster March, then it's a completely different thing. Yeah, well, they they eat to die, (laughs) I should imagine, that one. Yeah, there there we go. (laughs) Well, especially with 52 bags in your your room. Ah, Stephen, I love you, man. Right. On to Ching Hee Huang, who was a total delight to get to know. Her passion for cooking oozed out of this episode, and I learned so much from her about Chinese cooking. And her answers to these questions were quite shocking. What is your favorite flavor of crisp and why? I think this is really hard. Um, I think it'd have to be sweet chili. Okay. Yeah. Like a, like a Walker's Sensation sweet chili, a kettle chip sweet chili. No, actually, it, well, it's not quite <laughs> sweet chili because can I just change it? <laughs> yes. I'll allow you um, one change. I think, um, <laughs> no, it's, you know what? It's the, the Monster Munch chili. You know, the flaming okay. hot. It's the flaming okay. hot. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I'm laughing so much is not because I'm laughing at you. I'm actually laughing with you because my favorite flavor of crisp, as I'm yeah. sure everyone knows by now, is pickled onion monster munch. Oh my God. Which are the best flavor <laughs> ever. But I always get told off that monster munch are just such a slightly ghetto crisp because they're just, they get everywhere. Yeah. 
and the flavors like stick on your skin for days on end but they are just <laughs> the best thing ever to grace this planet uh, they i actually have to say pickled onion i forgot about pickled onion i think those two <laughs> right up there actually <laughs> the pongian tangy oh, the better. oh yeah absolutely <laughs> What is the craziest food you've ever eaten? So I've had in Hong Kong, squid sperm sack. Yeah. Oh, you, wow. You, they are funky. You don't really want to have any. How, how were they prepared? Yeah, they were really disgusting. No, I mean, sorry, they were gourmet. I mean, it's a gourmet Cantonese dish. Wow. Um, with scrambled eggs and chives. Yeah. Oh my god. And thank gosh. God for the chives. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. <laughs> I think you might win the medal on this one. So uh very interesting. I didn't even know squid had sperm. <laughs> Nor did I. <laughs> well, that's one. And the other one is water cockroaches. Okay. So Ken and I were filming Exploring China uh in 2012 we went to canton the biggest seafood market and there there were these little black things like in water and we're like what are they and um the, the guy's like oh water cockroaches actually they're really delicious let's cook with them so we went into the kitchen and we cooked chef whipped them up i'm not sure that i'd eat either of those things but I, I really admire the fact that you were very open-minded in both of those circumstances I had no choice the cameras were rolling and you, you know just what? gotta do what you gotta do, you gotta do it's your, but then but then that segment it was cut out anyway oh no, so, after all the bat <laughs> it was not worth it what has been your most memorable meal you know what um there's two one having smoked wood pigeon cooked by two mission star chef in hong kong in the presidential suite of the intercontinental overlooking you know <laughs> in kowloon overlooking looking across at hong kong island um filming for um exploring china i think that was it and with ken hong fabulous um, i think that that's one but i think the other one you know that's not as 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 glam as that is just simply in Siji Foundation, it's a nunnery uh, in eastern Taiwan. Uh, you can go there and you can spend the day there with the nuns and you can eat the most fabulous Buddhist uh, vegetarian food. Um, and you eat all together in absolute silence. Wow. And, so, and, and there's a beautiful ritual of, you know, saying a little prayer when you eat. Um, you're just eating so mindfully and in silence. And there is something so magical about 100 or so people eating together. Very yin and yang. <laughs> Very yin and yang. Yeah. I think that's the beauty of food. I actually quite like sometimes eating in silence. It gives you a newfound appreciation sometimes for what you're eating, especially if it's somewhere special. Yeah. Right. On to the big boy. When Niall Rogers came on the podcast, my world froze. This was the biggest interview I had ever conducted and I had only been podcasting for about seven months at this point. These sorts of things don't happen to people like me. But hey, Niall entrusted me with his food stories and off we went. This is hands down one of the best moments of my life and who knew what a foodie this guy was? And let's be honest, his stories are insane. What's your favourite flavour of chips? Wow. Um... Well, it wouldn't be uh, chips as you know them. It would be 
uh, Doritos. Do you, do you do you know Doritos? Because they're corn yeah. based. They're corn based as opposed to potato based. So I what like what flavor? Um, the the like whatever the hottest one is. I think they make a jalapeno Doritos I now, know exactly. which I, I love. Know exactly. And and but- it's really a shame because on the airplane that's like the thing they give you and i eat them all it's it's horrible because i'm a diabetic i shouldn't touch that but i can't help it no yeah what is the craziest food you've ever eaten um uh i really hate to admit this i i really feel uncomfortable but when i was a kid uh i was gigging in the philippines and the uh the manager of the hotel uh, took a liking to me and he invited me over to his house to eat with his family and they made a wonderful stew and it was really delicious and at the end of the day they told me that it was dog I was like what oh my god what what did it taste like it tasted like stew it was delicious oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was delicious I don't even know what to say I mean that is mad. I was horrified. Okay, I mean I think I think you 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 win the medal on that one. Okay. I'm looking forward to the next answer for the next question. What's your most memorable meal? Yeah, I, it's actually easy. It came comes right to my head. Um so I was with um Andy Warhol and either I was with Andy Warhol and Peter Gabriel, I'm not sure if Peter was part of it. I actually, the reason why Peter, it gets confusing is because my first dinner with Peter Gabriel was exactly across the street from the restaurant that I was eating with in Andy Warhol. So that's why it's a little foggy. But I was with Andy Warhol and we were at this restaurant and um, uh, a girl named Nina Wong came and she was going out with one of the guys from The Clash. And we were all sitting at dinner. And um, and this was the first time I told Andy Warhol that we had actually met before. And he was like, really? And I said, yeah. Uh, I met you the night that you were shot and killed by Valerie Solanas. I had uh, taken a bad acid trip and I was in the emergency room and when I was in the emergency room and I was with the doctors and we were laughing and joking. It was like, you know, it was like a thing. We were having a really good time. And then all of a sudden they kicked me out. I was like, what's happening? They kicked me out and they wheeled in Andy Wall and he was all bloody. And, and I think when he first came in, he was in some kind of wheelchair and they moved him from a wheelchair onto a gurney and kicked me out and then just put me out in the waiting room. And I was sitting there but I was like, I've waited 20 years to tell you that I was really pissed off. And it, we had a great night. <laughs> and if you read his memoir, he was laughing. He thought it was hysterical. So if that you read his crazy. memoir, he talks about that night. He says, oh, tonight I had dinner with this really interesting gentleman named Nile Rogers. And he was a really fancy dresser too. Or, or he was a really fine dresser. Or I something love like. that. I, I don't know why I got dressed up to have dinner with Andy Warhol, but I did. I mean, I'd get dressed up to have dinner with Andy Warhol. <laughs> what is your favorite food? There, there is no such thing. Uh, food, it's like my taste in music. It's, um, it changes all the time. 
Uh, I could easily say my favorite food was what I prepared for breakfast this morning, um, which was my food that's been decomposing on the counter for the last three or four days. I mixed the last batch of it this morning with spinach, uh, some veggies that I pulled out of the backyard, and uh, a, a lot of olive oil that's now sort of decomposing. The olives have start, started to become very glassine and you can you know see through them yeah. all and and i remember eating it and uh and i was talking to my girlfriend at the time and i said this shit is delicious <laughs> it sounds amazing i'm actually going to start fermenting more things now that you've been talking about it and finally which i think is the most important question live to eat or eat to live eat to live really yeah yeah, yeah. You've really surprised me with that answer. Yeah, because um, my health is, even though I don't act like my health is fragile, I really do have to keep an eye on it. And right now, even at my age, my doctor said that I'm in the best condition of my life. Like I'm like I'm I'm like awesome. <laughs> I was like. Wow, man, your your numbers are great. You look amazing. You're, you, you know, like you're not overweight. Your muscles are fantastic, and blah blah blah. And, um, but that's because at a certain point in time, when I got sober, when I decided to get sober, there were so many things wrong with me health wise that I was always on the edge of death, and I decided, well, I don't really want to die now. I like playing music so much. I'd like to stick around. So I started to concentrate on things that progressively could make me healthier. And I thought about it. Well, it took me a long time to get into really bad shape. So it's probably going to take me a long time to get into pretty good shape. So um, at, uh, you've been to our concerts, right? You've been to at least one of our concerts. Been I mean, to, I've been to about three, right. two or three. So I had to at least be 65 years old or 67. I, we were smoking, right? I, I put out, I, I expend <laughs> yeah. as much energy at 68 years old as I did when I was 18. It's, mm. it's the same to me. So I, I want to keep doing that until I'm no longer on this side of the dirt. So as long as I'm on this side of the dirt, I want to be the best I can be. Uh, how can you not love that guy? God, he's amazing. Also, imagine dining with Andy Warhol. Right, back to the show. This next snippet is with the lovely Lauren Mann, who I can now call a friend. She's a modern day hero and I love her. She also has great banter. Oh my God, you know what I, I'm addicted <laughs> to? Ready salted hula hoops. Ooh, Yes. Don't muck about. It's it. They've got the crunch. They're quite a thick crisp, actually. When you think about it, yeah. They've got a lot of crunch, and I just, I, my palate has changed. Like I just love a real good, ready salty crisp, or a real deep mature cheddar and che uh, onion crisp. Yes. But like, who, but, you yeah. know what? I still haven't found a really good cheddar and onion crisp. No, because I, I don't mean, like I don't like the Walkers because I just don't no. like the flavour. I don't mind the kettle chips, but I find it a bit yes. too oniony. Yeah, I'm just still. Do you like Tyrrells? 
Tyrrell's mm. crisps Interestingly, I don't like Tyrrell's. I don't like the consistency really? of them. Yeah. Do you know what my favourite packet crisps, crisps are? Please tell me. Oh, like the dirtiest of them all. Pickled onion monster munch. Oh my God, but they are a dream. <laughs> you can't beat the old school crisps. You can't They're beat amazing. The you can't beat a chipstick. You can't beat a Razzle, uh, Frazzles. Frazzles, you, babe, you cannot. Actually, no, knickknacks. Not knickknacks. Oh no, no, no. God. What are the other ones? Space Invaders. Wheat crunchies. Wheat crunchies. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I've forgotten about wheat crunchies. Oh, and a pom bear. Oh, Don't give yeah. Me pom bear. Pom bears. Literally, pom I bear. could go. I could go through an entire multi pack of pom bears. Oh, I have, and I will again. <laughs> easily <laughs> i knew you'd like this one i knew you'd like this one okay what is the craziest food you've ever eaten surely it's got to be something when i went to thailand definitely had a cockroach i think but i'm someone who does like like you said like i do just wallop things together and my mum's mm. always like what are you doing when we, i'll tell you something funny my sister will love this when she listens when we were little me and my sister used to make my mum put tins of tuna just plain in a bowl on the floor, and we used to eat it like cats on the floor <laughs> with our mouths. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, you know what? I think you might have just won the award on that one. <laughs> That's weird. We used to play cats. We're like, Mom, can you do it? She's like, What are you doing, children? Yeah. I mean, you've literally left me speechless. I'm going to know. I'm going <laughs> to tell your friends. <laughs> That's going to be the that, deadly mouth. I love that. I love that. That's, that might be the quote yeah, of the entire chat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what has been your most memorable meal? Do you know what? I remember being in like 23 and I was on holiday with my boyfriend at the time and we went to Casares in Spain and there was this Argentinian steakhouse on the beach and we went there at the start of the holiday and it was just next level. And we went back at the end and I had a fillet steak, medium rare, with like garlic butter mashed potato like you know perfectly mashed potato with runner beans mm. and honestly i still think about that meal and we had the meat sweats like we i went oh and like as a startup like gambas peel peel like proper oh, good yeah yeah which is it is top like god tier food i think gambas yeah. peel peel totally and absolutely and i need to actually perfect that at home because i've never perfected it at home but i genuinely that meal i still think about a lot because it was just, I just remember feeling every, it was so delicious, mm, and so it rich. It hits every part of you. I do. And you know what? I have to say, second close is the Ivy. If you get a uh, fillet steak at the Ivy with their mashed potato and veg, it's yeah. bloody great. Yeah. What is your favourite food? Or there could be a favourite meal or a favourite cuisine. I love pasta. I just really do in all its forms. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can have it quite light. You can have it meaty. You can have fish. I love Italian foods. I really do like a big bit of bloody burrata. Oh, stop. It's just, yeah, oh, stop it now. Bread. Yeah. I just love it. I really yeah. do. And I think with Italian, you get the best of everything. You can totally. kind of have what you want. And then even like um, like Parmigiana thingy. Yeah, you know, aubergine, like Parmigiana. Cheese. Oh. Yeah. So you can have it as light or as heavy as you want. I, I love Italian food and I really enjoy cooking it as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Italian also, because me. when you've got the good produce, it's actually very simple and very easy. And it, that so is, it just tastes bloody brilliant. Oh, my God. When I came back from, um, where have we been? I think I've been to Siena for a wedding. And I came back and I stocked up on the burrata, mate. You'd never seen so much. I was like, bing, bing, bing. Thank you, Lauren, for that. Okay, final instalment for you lot. 
Who can forget my chat with Shaggy? I also had to add in probably the most cringe but necessary moment during the episode just before I got to his final questions. I thoroughly enjoyed sitting down with Mr. Bombastic. Wish it had been in Jamaica, mind you. <laughs> are you are, are you mainly based in Jamaica or in New York? I my wife, kids and dogs are in Jamaica. Okay. Um my recording facility here uh at this house in New York is where I've made almost every hit that I've ever done in this very room. Oh, wow. Um, was me, Angel, everything was done here. And I've had no, this... No, but the big, the big question is, was yeah. it you? <laughs> That's my story and I'm still sticking to it. <laughs> how many times have you been asked that question? Um, it's not about how many times, it's, it's really about if it ever stops. And you don't, <laughs> you don't want it to stop. I'll be honest with you. In my head, I was like, listen, Hannah, you got this one shot. If you're going to, if you don't ask it, you'll always like hate yourself. And I was like, it's the worst question. What is your favorite pack of crisps or chips if you're in America and why? I'm not a potato chip guy. I like Cheetos. That's fine. I love Cheetos. Cheetos is amazing. They're, they're insane. I can eat a whole like family pack oh, easily. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Yeah, love it. But do you like the crunchy or the puffs? I I, I have them both. Yeah, I, fine. I, I, I Whatever. Just shove have, them all have, together. Yeah, I have moods. There's yeah. days I want it crunchy. There's days I want it soft. <laughs> Don't we all, Shaggy? Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What is the craziest food you've ever eaten? I had turtle. Wow. I had it in... Never had in, that answer before. I had it in... um in the Cayman Islands. It's, it's their, their big thing over there. And they always, I was with Rick Rock at the time and he lives there and he was like, you should have it, it tastes like oxtail. And it does have a taste of oxtail except it's a little gamey. And I, I, didn't, right. I didn't really enjoy it. And there was just something about it being turtle that didn't sit well yeah. with me. No. <laughs> what has been your most memorable meal? I played somewhere in Italy once. Uh, I think it was Cantanzaro. And I went to dinner at this restaurant, and uh, it was a Italian restaurant in Cantanzaro, Italy, and it was kind of a mom and pop kind of a restaurant, you know, that they have there. And of course, they have their siesta, so it's a certain time. And they rolled out the most amazing Italian food I've ever tasted. It was the first time I actually have had. uh, sea urchin. Okay. See, I haven't tried this yet. I really yeah. want to. Where they, where it's, you cut it open and you eat it like it's almost like an egg dip, like how you do it. And yeah. and I was a little taken back by it, but it was so delicious, and everything was so freshly made, and the pasta was just the right thing. The fish was just you know everything, everything. I I think that was. That was probably my best meal experience that I could remember, you mm. know. Uh, and this was probably around six, seven years ago. Okay. You know, it was lovely. Nice. I'll be honest with you. I mean, aside from a couple other cuisines, I think Italian food is some of the best. When when done well, it's just the best. It when done well, yeah. It's yeah. it. I think it's the best food in the world. Yeah. Easily. Uh, easily and it's actually so simple when it's you think simple. about it it's just That's, very good produce right well that is that is why 
and that's why it's healthy. You you see you yeah. see them eat, but they don't get super fat or nothing like that. No. You know, they it's what they they make their own pasta. You know, it's 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 garden vegetables. Yeah. You know, uh, it's fish. You know, mm. it's it's meat. Um, mm. It's simple, but yeah. it is just it's the seasoning, it's the herbs, it's the olive oil, it's oh. it's the love. You know what it is. Yeah. It's the love. Love. It's the love. When when yeah. they're doing, if you go to these mom and pop spots, you could tell the woman that is cooking in there, she's like a mom cooking for her kids. And she she wants you to finish the plate. Yeah. You know? It's like, remember when your mom said, you're not getting from that table until you're done. <laughs> yep, that was my mom. <laughs> exactly. So that's when I'm in this restaurant... It's like she's coming out after she cooks. She come out and she look. She's looking for an approval. You like, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Oh yes. Oh, it's it was so delicious. True. So why is that left on your plate if it's that delicious? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. I was. I guess I was talking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I love that. I love that. You know, and that's why the food is so great because it's the love. Mm. It's the love they put into it in the Italian food. Completely. You know, what I mean, and you know, I, I love Jamaican food too. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's very. As I grow older, I don't appreciate gravy stuff as much. Mm. You know, it's it's you're like I said when I said we're a gravy culture. You know, with Caribbean food, heavy, just heavy food. You know, but t it's comfort food. It's so tasty. You know, but when you could get that comfort food on light food, that's the magic. Absolutely, I think you've just answered my uh, my next question, which is, what is your favorite food? <laughs> Yeah, Italian food. There yeah. we go. <laughs> Two in one. My final question, and I think the most important, aside from asking that terrible question earlier about if it was you, um, is live to eat or eat to live? I think it's healthier to eat to live. Okay. Do you feel like maybe you're in that mindset right now because of what you said at the beginning, that you're trying to be a bit careful? Yes, because it takes effort to eat to live. That takes effort. I have friends that I have now that they just eat to live. Like my drummer, he just eats just for survival. Doesn't care about taste. This guy eats fried fish, fried super dry, and white rice. And he'll do it every day. As long as he's hungry, he just eat it. And then he'll just go back and start smoking a bunch of weed. And, that, <laughs> and that's it. All day. Every yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm about the savory. I'm about the taste. I'm about Absolutely. the presentation. I'm about... The gathering, you know, um, I'm about that. So it's, it's so, when so everything it takes like effort. collides together, right? It's the food, but it's not just the food. It's the people. It's the where you are. It's yeah. who you're with. It's the whole experience. That's what I always say to people. It's so important. What a nice guy. I hope one day to redeem myself and meet him in person and apologize for my amateur behavior. Well, that's it, guys. Another season down. It's been the biggest pleasure bringing these episodes to you all. Thank you to my wonderful sponsors, Future Farm. Thank you to you guys for listening, downloading, telling a friend or even your mum. Follow me on Instagram at Crazy Sexy Food. Check out the YouTube channel for some new shows releasing soon. And I'll see you all after summer for season five. Until next time. Mm -hmm.